What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Philip and Lee Wordy Judgmental Podcast. What's up, everybody? Go back on here. All right, now I'm Leroy. So what's going on, Phil? Not, not much. Just getting ready for some football. All right, so we got the Eagles versus Cowboys today. The Eagles are three-point underdog. The over-under is 50. Uh, so do you think the uh, is the over-under too high? or? Yes, I yeah, think it'll be under. Right, I think so, too. Like, 50 points is way too high. So, uh, we have some stats. <clears throat> the Eagles have converted just 37% of their third down opportunities this season. That's the fourth lowest third down mark in the league and the lowest by the Eagles since 2009. They converted just 32% of their third downs that year. They still managed to win 11 games, but that was largely because of the defense that forced 38 turnovers and held opponents to 21 points per game. The Eagles have forced just 16 turnovers this season, and five of them have come in the last two games. Well, we talked already talked about that before. Uh, the, e- the Eagles have converted 48% of their third down opportunities, and their first five games they have converted just 29.5% in their last nine games. Uh, we, uh, we, well, we, what we should do... Go ahead. I was going to say what we should do about stats. Stats just start when Jalen Hurts took over because it's been a different team with him in there. No, that's not true. <laughs> it has, has it been a different team yeah, since he's been in uh, there? Well, they had a... Um, there's a lot of stats that I didn't that I didn't write down because it, it was talking about stuff in the past and talking about Carson once also. I didn't uh I didn't use those stats. Well when you say will we rank in a in a year with Carson Wentz being last in every stat, now everything is gonna be low. But we've been playing a different a different way with Hurts in the game. So the stats are you can't really go by the stats on what's been going on for the year. Well, no, because they still not converting on third down, regardless if Jalen Hurst is in there or not. Because he just converted they, like three third down. Okay, but look at look at look look at his third down completion percentage. Okay, but they percentage. That's that's what you need to look at. Okay, but it's thirty. It's twenty nine percent in the last nine games. So he played in those games. So he's still not converting no, on third down. No, 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 no. Him as a quarterback, he only played three games. You can't count him as uh, a trick pony here and there and include him in those games. Why can't Carson you? Carson Wentz was running the show. He's he's last in every category. The Cowboys are on the worst defense in the NFL. They're giving up 161.8 yards per game on the ground and 5.0 yards per carry. They've been gashed for two, 200 rushing yards four times, including a 300-plus yard once. So there's there's our stat right there, folks, for you. What the Eagles going to do, or what they should do this uh, game? Miles Sanders, said, go ahead. Now I was saying we don't always do what we supposed to do. So <laughs> if this team can't stop the run, we should be fucking pounding the ball. But our coach would pound to throw the ball against a uh, run defense. Miles Sanders has 31 carries in the last two games. His 17 carry Sunday against the Cardinals were his most since week three when he had 18. The Eagles have ran the ball 65 times in the last two games. That's 32.5 rushing attempts per game. 
and their first 12 games, they averaged 23.3. Your boy Jim Swartz. Jim Swartz's defense has five interceptions this season. That's the second fewest in the league. Houston has just three. Carolina also has five. The Eagles have just 11 interceptions last year and 10 the year before. That's 26 over the last three seasons. Only four teams have fewer. The 49ers, the Cardinals, Cowboys, and the Lions. The Patriots has the most with 59. So that's your boy. He'll be fired after this year. Yeah, not not converting, uh, not uh, getting interceptions, and we we also mentioned that uh, we mentioned that uh, was that during Texan or did we mention it on the air when you mentioned about the interceptions and they they got an interception against the Cardinals? Uh, I think that was on air, and I was pre- uh just talking shit. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what's the score of the game, Phil? I say seventeen uh, twenty-four Eagles. Seventeen twenty-four. You just said, yeah. That's yes. funny because I I wrote that down. I wrote the same thing. Seventeen twenty-four Eagles. We agree. We agreeing too much. We agree. Come on the right side of. No, this. that's all right. Well, your boy playing today. Is he gonna get on the field, Deshaun? Yes. Okay. I didn't even see him getting a touchdown. Oh, and you predicting a touchdown. Is this going to be a long pass or? Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we'll be back at halftime. Uh, guess we'll have somebody from the Cowboys fan on here. That's going to be fun. Oh, boy. You <laughs> yeah. can find them in Philly. Right. Now, how do you want to do it? Do you want a, 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 a Cowboys fan from Texas? Or do you want a Philadelphia Philadelphia Cowboys fan? I don't know if you uh, uh if you do Cowboys fan from Philly, we need to get into why you're a Cowboys fan because we already know you're a bandwagon hopper. There's no reason for you to be a Cowboys fan living in Philly. All right, so I'll tr- I'll, it don't matter to me. Whatever. Okay. All right, we'll be back at halftime. All right. E-A-T-L-E-S-E-O-S! All right, we back. It's halftime. The Cowboys are winning 17 to 10. And like Phil and I mentioned, what, damn near every week, poor secondary performance. Yep. Now all of a sudden, Gallup is a damn Pro Bowl fucking receiver. Yep, and you and your Andy Dalton can throw the football down the field like that. He's, he's not being uh, enough pressure put on him. He's- Getting too much time to just pick us apart. Yep. Andy Dalton, 16 for 20, 224 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Jalen Hurts, 9 for 14, 178 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Well, at least they run in the ball. Miles Sanders, 11 carries for 40 yards. But why pick up Howard and why is Howard getting touches? Right, like he's du- he's done, and we already have three running backs. We didn't need him, and now if you count a rushing quarterback, he definitely not needed. Yep, those those couple carries that he got could have went to Miles or Boston Sky. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, well, we we had seventeen to twenty four. Well, it looked like the Eagles is not going to uh the Cowboys are not going to have seventeen points. 
<laughs> and hopefully the Eagles have more than 17. <laughs> and, and and that got a lot to do with our play calling on offense because some of them plays he, he's calling like, I think it was like third and four, and he just said, fuck it, let's run the ball. That's a passing down with a running quarterback, and if it ain't there, then he can take off and run. Why right. Why try to run the ball on, on, on a down like that? Right, yeah, I remember the third and four. But that's your that's your coach. That's your coach. And uh okay, Jalen's doing okay throwing the football, but why always gotta throw one first down? Like run the football. Yeah, our our coach is uh terrible when it comes to his uh play his play calling. Yep. So what you see in the second half? We got a lot of defensive players hurt find a way to step up and slow them down because they're not that Andy Dalton is not that good to be looking like a damn Pro Bowl quarterback against us. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the defense can step up. The offense is okay as long as the coach is calling good plays. Jella Hurst is doing good. We need to uh, run the ball a little bit more. Not with Howard. Give Boston Scott some touches. I think he got like one or two carries all, all game. Give him a couple more carries and, and, and start leaning out. Even if you're not throw, uh, handing it off to Miles Sanders, Whatever happened to the the, the uh, running back screen play? That used to be a, a nice play when you got a speedy running back. You yep. don't even use it no more. That used to be one of our big weapons. Nope, we don't use it. So we gotta we gotta get the ball in Miles Sanders' hand. Even if you gotta line line him up wide on a as a receiver, you know what I mean? With mm-hmm. a linebacker on him just to smoke him and shit. We gotta get the ball in his hands. Find ways to get him more touches. Yep. Uh, well. <clears throat> We'll be back. Um, I talked to a couple of people. One guy, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you where he had, uh, had, had, um, tweeted me when I asked him did he want to be on. He goes, "Thanks for the offer, but I'm a very diehard and biased Cowboys fan, and well, I can't see myself having anything positive to say about your team other than die Eagles die." <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. We could have had him on. Exactly. Shit. So, so I said, so I said, that's what we looking for. Like, are you joining us? But he never uh, tweeted me back. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, y'all, we'll be back. All right. All right, y'all, we back. The Eagles lost 37-17. to 17. We have uh, two, two uh, uh, fans. Normally only one fan joined us during this. So we have two. We got Mr. C.J. Lee and Mr. J. Clark. Howdy. Uh, What's going on? Right. Uh, okay, y'all, so go ahead. Both of y'all two, go ahead and, go ahead and rub it in. <laughs> Ain't no need to rub it in. <laughs> Ain't no need. I- yeah, I mean, it's it's the division is so trash this year. I mean, it's, it's 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 one of those victories that it's like, yeah, we won, but at the same time, as a fan, I'm kind of conflicted because I don't want to win the division. I don't want to get far, like, because this team ain't gonna do nothing anyway. So, it's it's hit and miss. Y'all ain't gonna get too much help from me today. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, regardless, of, I mean, like, if we were to win something next week, uh, we still gotta host somebody like Seattle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and you know what I mean? With our defense giving up 35 points a game, I mean, today we actually showed up, which is 
I, I don't even know how I feel about today because I don't know if it's real or not. But yeah, you know what I mean. With us giving up thirty-five points a game, do we really want to make the playoffs? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, is it worth it? Yeah, that's more of uh, the the reason why the score was low. That's more the coaching, Eagles coaching's fault more than the, uh, what that's, the Cowboys did. That's, that, that's more. That's more what I'm thinking along the lines of. Right. Oh, Phil, and can you hear me? As a fan, and for me as a yeah, fan, I'm kind of on, on the uh, Oh, go ahead. What were you saying, Jay Clark? And as for me, and as for me as a fan, like you said, the, y'all's result was more of a result of bad coaching on your side. I'm hoping that Jerry don't took it this be like, oh yeah, we need to keep our defensive coordinator because these past couple of weeks we doing the nah. same thing, and it's like, nah, bro, I, I don't need that around no. as a fan. That worries me. <laughs> nah. If anything, if anything, Sean Lee should be the defensive coordinator next year. Mm-hmm. Well, I take that. They said that the Cowboys defense has, has been uh, at the top the last couple of weeks. So maybe y'all defensive coordinator got it together. Nah, no, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel that way if we actually played somebody. Like you looking yeah, at these victories against the Eagles, the Bengals. It's like these are teams that are in the bottom of the league with us. That's that's no real competition there. <laughs> we're doing what we're supposed to do. I'll put it like that. Because like a team like you know, like me, like even today with the Eagles playing however they played, at the end of the day, when you have C D Gallup and Coop and Zeke. Like, you're supposed to score 37 points. But you're not supposed to give up 38. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and that's where we've been. In every game that we've played, minus, like, maybe one or two games, we've always scored enough points to win games, but we've never been able to stop anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And that's, and that's with everybody healthy on defense. You know what I mean? Like, we're not like San Francisco where they've got, you know what I mean, nine out of 11 starters on defense. You know what I mean? On IR. All yeah, of our guys are basically. Andy Dalton is a, Andy, Andy Dalton is a bum. And he looked like. Yeah, Andy Dalton, 22 for 30, 377 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception. Right. Looking like I mean, a, a star. I mean, Thanks to Thanks to the Eagles secondary. But I mean, and Andy's history isn't as a bum quarterback. The boy, the boy's got some skills. He's just not the guy I'd want to rely on. He's better than I'm, he's, I'm, no, no, no. He's better than average, but he's not good. He's better right. than most of the backup options in the league right now. That's, that's why he's signing as a backup. Was like, great. if you look, if you look at everybody's backup QB situation in the league right now, ours is probably better than. More than half. Yeah. You know what nobody, I mean? Like, there's, like, I'll put it to you like this. Anyway. If this was, like, what year did we draft Zeke? 2015, 16? Mm-hmm. So you remember that 2016 season where Tony Romo got hurt and Matt Castle had to come in? Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is nothing like that. You know what I mean? Where Dak can go down and our season was effectively over. You know what I mean? But when you got a guy like Andy Dalton that can come in off the bench, you know what I mean? Like, that helps a little bit, but you know what I mean? By any stretch of the means, he's not, you know what I mean? Like, he's not. He had a lot. lot Answer. When he was in uh, (laughs) Cincinnati, he had a lot of weapons around him. He couldn't do shit with him. And that's why they moved on from him. 
See, I don't even know if that's true. I think it was more like their coaching staff put them in a lot of good positions to win football games. Because outside of AJ Green, like the last good player I remember coming out of Cincy was who, like Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. And I mean, Dolan always had weapons. Because he got was he got weapons for once. Like, yeah, he he actually had a stable receiving core and running back core. Unfortunately, the offensive line is just so injured he can't do anything behind it. Right. Uh, you know, so he's he put in that situation. Yeah, he he, he can succeed. Like I said he's right. just not the one guy I'd want to rely on long term, or even if possible, if our offensive line was healthy, yeah, it might be a better situation. Right. No, I agree. Because at the end of the day, like. Andy Dalton having to throw it 40 times to win a football game should not be the way when we got a $90 million tailback. Right. Okay. So what y'all doing for next year's quarterback position? That, you know what I mean? Like we were able to start, we were able to start running gas plays on these Eagles, on the Eagles defense because of Fletcher Cox not being in. You know what I mean? Like Fletcher Cox is there standing over Connor Williams then none of those running lanes are open. Right. So, what was the question you just asked, Phil? No, I was saying with their quarterback situation, who's their quarterback for next year? Oh, I, you 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 have to sign Dak. You have to sign Dak. There's no question yeah, there. That's not uh, what I'm hearing. I, I, you know, what, Dalton's okay. What, like I said, he's not the guy I'd want to rely on. You have to sign Dak so, because Dak, even in the same so look, position, would be able so, to make some things happen. Okay. So Dak when Dak was healthy, when Dak when Hold on, hold on. When Dak was healthy, y'all wouldn't resign him. So now he's coming off an injury. You saying break the bank and resign him? When y'all wouldn't resign him when he was healthy, well, putting we up big broke. numbers? No, nah, I mean, I mean it, that wasn't the breaking point. We should have been signed him long before that. Yeah, a year ago. Like we should, like he should have been signed. He should have been signed before Patrick Mahomes. And he then got this money, so you don't have Carson, to break the when, bank. Jared Goff and Carson. I paid, that's when Dak should have got paid around the same time because right. they all came in together around yeah. the same time. Yes. But y'all didn't believe in him, so y'all didn't want to pay him. But the thing is, like, I don't know what they're waiting on. Like, because the two guys that they paid haven't given us anything. Right. It, it's more of... Like, uh, D-Law like no. that just now started playing these like See, if he was playing if he was playing the way he was playing 10 weeks ago then we might be all right but D-Law is just now showing up to the park you know what i mean he makes too much money to even to give us the lack of production that he's given us you know what i mean like you look at Jalen Smith that's a 65 million dollar linebacker that can't that can't fill gaps <laughs> You know what I mean? That's a $64 million linebacker that spins around from one gap to the other and has no clue where the ball is. See, see I think it's more of uh, they want to see what the league the league going to do with their quarterbacks to try to set a dollar amount dollar amount for that. I, I don't I think mean, it's not. The, the league had done that. You, you had most of your quarterbacks being signed at that point, but you know, at, you know, with, sure with golf and Wentz being signed, right. with golf and right. Wentz being signed, you kind of had that mark being made. Essentially, everybody's been kind of coming about that mark, except for our boy Patrick, because Patrick is just doing the damn thing out in Kansas City. But everybody's been kind of close to that mark. So 
I, right. I, I don't, you know, we don't know why they waited for whatever reason. But at this point, you, you kind of, even with his injury, hopefully maybe that takes a couple dollars off of it. But you know what the boy can deliver, and you know he's got the talent to bring what you need to bring to go forward. And you kind of have to lock that in. If you don't, that makes the decisions of trying to sign Jalen and Zeke even look that worse. Because if anybody, Dak should have been signed before those two. Those two are but just two bad that, contracts. The, the, only thing that's, the only thing that's holding up to me, what I've seen, the only thing that's holding up the contract to get Dak done is the, is, is the length of contract. Like, if you're talking about, like, there's a difference between paying a guy $200 million over 10 years and trying to pay a guy $200 million. Somebody got a TV on or something in the background. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? But, like, trying to front load all that money into five years when you can expand that. If you're really trying to say, this is why I think my Cowboys fans are like, let them walk, let them go, or, or why they haven't paid them yet. Because to me, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. When you say long-term deal, a long-term deal for a quarterback is not five years. I don't, like, I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> like, that's not it. You want to talk long-term deal, seven to ten years. See, I would never sign a seventy seven to ten year uh NFL contract. But if I you're playing need, from, from the position five, five is, is a round amount because you look like you look at a guy like like look at what Patrick Mahomes signed. Patrick Mahomes signed a ten year two hundred million dollar contract. No. Yeah. I mean I mean, oh he did it, but I'm saying no, I wouldn't I wouldn't sign a, a ten year contract. I wouldn't be wrapped up into a team for 10 years, not just one contract. Now, you can give me two five-year right, contracts. So, right. So when that money roll over and everybody's breaking the bank, you sitting there stuck in a contract making less than everybody else. Exactly. Right. If you have your guy, and like I said, like your quarterback, like Patrick Mahomes is there. Like he's not going nowhere, has no intention of going nowhere. Patrick Mahomes could have a down year. And he's still not going nowhere, and that's what I'm saying. Like well, that's shit, the you want to champ me? You want to champ me? That they have uh, as a second year starter. What'd you say? I say he won the championship as a second year starter, and he's right. young that's, as shit. And that's what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. So knowing that, knowing that you got that kind of guy, like signing him to three or four years, to me, like that's like why why do that? What's the point of doing that when you got that guy? And finding that guy is hard. Right, like, but you can't so, you can't so go many, off of that with, with Dak because so Dak ain't do the same thing he did. Like you look at what's happening with Dwayne Haskins. That's a first round pick that Washington wasted. Okay. They took a chance on a guy that only played one year of college football. Like, like, and I think, and I think it it, com- it compounds also with how you run your offense. Like, right. I think you go with a younger, you know, a less experienced quarterback. If you're running an offense that, you know, you get you're getting the ball to your play your players, you know, quickly and allowing them to do what they do, kind of like how the offense was run today. We don't do that too often where we're running quick routes or getting the ball into these players' hands. So they can do what they do. So because of the how our offense is run generally. 
you know, right. you need somebody back there with experience who can let these routes develop and let these things happen and can then deliver the ball. So right. you have to kind of go with a little more experience than going with the rookie just based on how you run your offense and how we've seen the Cowboys do their thing. Fair enough. So, so next week, the Cowboys play the, the New York Giants. Guys, what do you think they're going to do? It's, it, like scoring points isn't going to be the issue. It's going to be more so about are we going to make Daniel Jones look like a Hall of Famer? <laughs> like that's more that's yeah, we'll, score, hold on, hold on. Scoring, scoring points will be an issue because the Giants haven't been giving up a lot of points. Right. But I don't. But again, like when with the with the offensive rhythm that we have now, I mean, with the secondary that they have, like the Giants are more to me. They're more like Washington. They're built from the defensive line. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like their second and third level defense is is trash. You know, it all depends on what kind of game plan you come in with. Just like just like we did Philadelphia today. You know what I mean? Like we knew like with Fletcher Cox going out like that was the anchor of their D line. And then once you start getting up on their linebackers and corners like it's murder, she wrote. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that I I think that if you want to we continue to do what we do, which is to me, I say I've been saying that if you. The day we drafted C.D. Lamb, we have made the commitment to transition from a run-first offense to a passing offense. To me, you do not carry three receivers like Gallup, Coop, and C.D. to let one of them sit on the sideline every series. All, All three of those guys need to be on the field as they were today. All three of those guys need to be on the field at the same time, and you force a defense to cover all three of those. And by well, doing that, you, you got a guy. Spread, you keep the field spread for guys like Zeke and Pollard to run. And I think if we're going to beat the Giants, you got to keep the field spread. Do you agree, Jay Clark? What I was saying. Cer- certainly. I mean, like I said, I. The offense looked impressive today just simply because we were running slants. I, you know, if you look, right. My Twitter feed for weeks has been like, yo, we are successful when we run slants because we're getting the ball quick and allowing these guys to do what they do after the catch. And that's the game plan they you know, implemented today. I agree. Once you draft a guy like CD, you become a passing first team. You keep right. those three options on the field. Spread that defense out. You never know where you're going with the ball, but you can distribute it a bunch of different ways. And that, unfortunately, that's what makes the Zeke contract look bad. So to me, right. I have confidence if we do things like we ran today and have that scheme. But unfortunately, it's been far too little that we see a scheme like today run. You know, slants and quick quick passes and screens aren't something to the receivers, at least, that we generally see our right. offense running. And right. so I don't have faith in that necessarily. But if they show up like that, yeah, sure. We can make right. some things happen. Right. Oh. To me, to me, we're built more like that. It's it's more like a like a West Coast kind of offense. You know what I mean? With the short quick game stuff, we have the ability to stretch over the top when necessary, when we need to. But seeing like the last couple of weeks, like we've been hitting some we've been hitting plays downfield. But that all stems from the short passing game. Get getting safeties to roll up, corners to roll up, and making them making them play within ten yards, and then taking our shots downfield when they're there. So, 
If we're going to beat the Giants, spread the field. All right, spread so, the, so the field. cover everybody. So, Phil, our season finale, the Eagles play the Redskins. What do you see happening? I thought we was going to win today. But uh, I just wanted to make a statement when they were talking about how rolling the day. The reason why is because we got two of the worst corners in the NFL. Yes. Yes. It's not even close. Ro- Ro- what's his name? Uh, Roby Coleman? He is fucking. And- yeah. Oh. Posted on the screen is Jaquez. I never even heard of this guy. He was leading yeah. the league and giving up yards. Like, who the fuck is he and where did he come from? So that's right. why y'all looked at extra good today with these two right. guys on the field. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. I think the, I think the Eagles-Washington uh, uh, matchup is going to be interesting because you guys are going against a team who has a good defense. But their offense literally has no momentum behind it at all. As we saw, Haskins got pulled today for, you know, a practice squad guy. And right. then y'all offense is still, you know, with, with the rookie Jalen Hurts back there, you're still not quite sure what you guys are delivering. And y'all defense, it's go, that's a toss-up game to me. It's going to be interesting to watch. I think because they don't have a quarterback whatsoever, I think we should be able to win that game. Yes. They were saying Alex Smith might try to play. I don't know how true that is, though. Okay. So, uh, Jay Clark, are you on New Zealand? I am. <laughs> okay. So, That's what? Awesome. So, what time is it in? One, two o'clock in a, in the afternoon, it, right? It's two thirty Monday. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the afternoon. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Jersey. So, how's a guy from New Jersey living in <laughs> New Zealand a fan of the Dallas Cowboys? My father, my father was a Cowboys fan, so he just raised me right. You know, it was all, it was all about the Dallas Cowboys. I got that's, loyalty, that's just how it was loyalty inside my DNA. <laughs> what, what, uh, north, north or south Jersey? Central. I was, I'm right around Route One and Route 18, uh, New Brunswick area. Okay, so your father's one of those guys that uh live up here Damn, and was a fan, and a fan of the Cowboys. <laughs> But his his tie to the team was they were started the same year he was born, so that was his that was his tie to the team was you know they they shared the same birth year, so that's what that was all about. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the so uh, it, 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 there's no possible way he could have liked the Jets song. Nah, nah, nah. We wasn't we wasn't going that route. <laughs> you know, this, we we can take some heartache. We we some history. That that team is just hard to get the heartache. Nah, we we don't do that. So so you are a marketer for Warner Brothers Music. Warner Warner Music, yeah. Okay. So what do you do there? Uh, I handle the implementation of that their catalog, making sure that people are heading to services like Spotify to listen to. You know, we like we handle Prince and Madonna, so we're trying to make sure you listen to Prince and Madonna, and also make sure any new urban and hip hop acts being marketed accordingly here in New Zealand. Okay, so what they have to they have to arrive there for you to market them, or no, it's it's, it's simply like you know the new you know we we handle all the marketing for a new release. So take somebody like Cardi B, who's on our label. If she were to drop an album, we're taking care of the marketing efforts out here. Just like how you would see her being marketed with ads and whatnot across Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and all that in the states, we're handling that for the New Zealand market. Now, uh, is urban music real popular in New Zealand? Man, they love black music. 
We got when I first stepped off that plane, all all I'm hearing is hip hop and R and B. They love it, but they don't have the uh, the cultural understanding of some of it. You know, it's it's it, it's it's the stuff you would expect somebody on a pop level fan base to enjoy. That's where they're at, thinking that they really love hip hop and R and B, but they don't understand some of the cultural significance right. of you know what is what is included in in all that. Mm-hmm. Like the N word, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. Or, or you know, regional yeah, differences. Right. You know, the difference between West Coast and East Coast. Or, you know, I don't think they even really know there was a Midwest movement in in hip hop. Or, you know, they don't know about the Dirty South and mm-hmm. and and things of that nature. It's it's all surface level. Now, what's the reason why some songs are on Spotify and some songs are on Amazon Music? Like sometimes you'll have an artist that's missing songs. On it's, it's, all, it's all about rights. It's all about rights. Yeah, money and, and, and agreements. Yeah. You know, fortunately, a lot of these agreements were done before something like streaming was around. So, you know, for example, to so take an artist like an Aaliyah. Aaliyah, you're not going to find a lot of her catalog on any streaming service just because that's you know that's not been part of her deal and her family's kind of keeping that off. And then you have some artists which negotiate deals with one particular streaming service versus another. Because they, they pay differently and have different benefits and things of that nature. So it, it's all about the money and the contracts. Mm-hmm. Now, Mr. C.J. Lee, now you're from Springfield, Virginia, correct? Yeah, originally from Springfield, but I moved to, I just bought a house in Stafford it, uh, almost two years ago now. Okay, now how is someone from Virginia a fan of the Dallas Cowboys? I get that question all the time. Um, honestly... I know when I was six years old, I liked their colors. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so, ever since, so ever since then, ever since then, I just kind of stuck with it. Then I started uh, seeing the teams like the Dion, the Dion teams with Charles Haley's and all those guys kept coming up. So I just kind of stuck with it from that point. So, so you, Troy Aikman and them boys. Oh yeah, Troy, Leon Lett. Yeah, I would call that a bag Troy Hamburg. <laughs> <laughs> so, so them winning the championship has nothing to do with you liking the Cowboys, uh. No. Just their colors. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I had no idea who they were at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought they were cool on TV. Uh-huh. So then I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just stick with it because that's what I know. That <laughs> <laughs> point on when I started getting it, because the year after that. That's when I started playing football, so I started really getting into it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in Virginia, you can start playing at seven. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So from that point on, you know what I mean? I started really getting into football, and I was like, yeah, I, I like my team. They cool. So you're a coach. Are you yeah. a coach? football coach? Yeah. A, yeah. a high I, school or? Right now, I, I coach youth. So okay. my age group is 11 through 14, and I'm the head coach. Of my team, Spartans. Uh, what Spartans? Springfield. Okay, the Springfield Spartans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ Lee and Jay, Jay Clark, thank you for joining us. Uh, Jay Clark, do you want to um, you want to uh, tell us your social media? Uh, you can hit me on all the major sites at Jay Clark seven eight seven. And thank you, gentlemen. It was a pleasure. <laughs> thank you, uh, Mr. CJ. You want to uh, tell us your social media? Yeah, man. Uh, well, first of all, I, I I can't even thank you guys enough for having me on. But definitely hit me up, CJ Lee Five. You know what I mean? That's my Twitter handle. 
and I'm on there all day, every day. So at me, I'm going to add you back. <laughs> so uh, you can reach the Judgmentals on Facebook and Twitter at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscores Judgmentals, or you can email us at PNLJudgmentals at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys. Uh, Phil, do you want to add anything before we roll? Nah, I just want to say thanks for joining us. We'll talk shit again next time the Eagles play Cowboys. Right. <laughs> no doubt. And, and, and y'all were very, y'all were very clean too. Y'all didn't give us any type of shit talking. How about them Cowboys? I was just waiting for one of you to say that. Hey, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an honest fan. I'm an honest look. fan. That's it. It's been a shit year. Like I'm not gonna be like, yeah, we the best. We hey. beat y'all down. When it's hey, we're five and me, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of hard to talk to trash with our record. Let me see how it goes. <laughs> 2021 didn't hit me back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when we posted that 10 win season and the Eagles got two wins, then I'm gonna come with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, y'all. Thank you. All right, all right no problem. Guys, take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Cowboys, we are the cowboys.